against Carolina the other night because of a uh, positive <laughs> COVID test that turned out to be a false, false positive. False positive. And, yeah. and there the, was a by the way, uh, you writer gotta, from you Chicago gotta, that was kind of going you gotta preface on... You got to preface that, by the way, that he is fully vaccinated. Yeah, he is. He's fully vaccinated. Yeah. So there was a beat writer from Chicago that was listening in on the uh, post-game press conference, and Jim Neal was pointing that out, and the beat writer was kind of trying to shame Jim Nill and then my friend who's you know obviously in the medical field was correcting him and then pointed out shaming does not work it does not correct people's behavior and when I agreed with her and you know just I uh, don't really understand why people shame she had the perfect response I thought and said that it gives people the belief that they're doing something good right trying to make a difference and yeah that's like with anything. Like you, you believe in gun control because oh, I just want to do what's right. I don't like seeing people getting shot in the streets or whatever. Right. It seems quite noble, but at the end of the day, I mean, you, you have to look at the full picture of everything. You know, I mean, I don't want to see one more person die of COVID. You know, like. That would be that would be amazing. If I could snap my fingers right now, I had the ability, I would do it. But that's obviously just not a real like a realistic goal. And to get to the number zero, is it to get to the number a hundred? Is it to get to a number like when do you continue on and live some semblance of of normalcy because right. literally life is what what has someone said like like I thought life was just like a series of like you're just trying to avoid sickness and viruses right. like that's life like we're not you know if you want to live in a bubble and just go oh yeah you know I, I will never you know, I won't get this sickness I won't get this sickness well, yeah but staying alive isn't living and i i made this point last week like um it's not it's not great to say well man i mean at least you're still alive it's like yeah i haven't seen my family in a fucking year what kind of fucking life is that you know i haven't i hadn't physically touched my grandmother and given her a hug like a person who's like incredibly important in my life yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, you know what? You just take one year off. It's like, do you know how many years I have left with her? Like I don't right. have a lot of time with her like left. So you have to cherish every moment. And so you just well, we just took a year away. No big deal. It's like just a year. It's like, no, that's a huge fucking deal. It's a huge it problem. 
and to just be, oh, you know what, guys, we're all making sacrifices here. Dude, I'm like, no, fuck you, dude. No, we're not. Now, here, here it is. Here it is. Go, go fuck yourself. I'm done with your sacrifices. I'm trying to be as respectful as I can. I am, uh, I am pushing for, for you know, my my grandmother got the vaccine. I'm trying to push my parents to get the vaccine, uh, and my dad just got a second shot today. Uh, uh, I am, I am, I'm legitimately, you know, I'm going back and forth on the shot because it's it's a little, you know, I'm just kind of like a wait and seer type guy. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to see. You know, I'm not going willy nilly like fucking throw whatever in me because, you know, I want to go fucking see a movie. Like I don't like I'm not gonna go do that. I'm I'm researching. I'm looking to what you know. Like I don't think I want to do AstraZeneca or what the fuck it is. I don't. I think I'd be all right, but I don't know. It's like at the bottom of the list. But you know, I want it to be back to normal, and I'm I'm willing to do a lot of things that kind of. Uh, don't exactly like. I don't like giving up certain these. You know, like I don't like going into a store with a mask. I think it's right. It's borderline useless. I do it anyways, not because I really want to or I think it does anything. I do it just as a common courtesy right now, just right. because I'm I'm not a fucking asshole. Like I get it. If some people don't feel comfortable with it, no big deal. You know. But if there is it, like, um, I went into the dealership to, I had to go, I was going to buy a vehicle. I go up to put on a mask and like no one in there is wearing a mask. I'm like, listen, guys, if everyone's okay with this, I am not wearing a mask. It may not have been the best decision. I don't know. But I don't know. I just want to fucking sit in a, you know, I'm, being in a dealership's already fucking just the worst place ever to be. Right. Buying, buying a vehicle. So. Yeah, I mean, they haven't made it easier to <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, guys. We can't go any further down. We could all die. That's basically <laughs> what it is. Yes. Uh, yeah. Can you just go off a little bit? Listen. Do you want your grandmother to die? Do you? Like, what? come on, man. Just take a thousand off. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, we all take we all take risk in life, and I'm and I'm. I think we took like two months off or three. I don't know how many months off. Like we, we like made a decision like guys, we can't talk COVID every freaking week. You know, we can't do this. But now like we're feel, I feel it feels like we're at the apex. Like we've got, we got to take a left or we got to take a right. We got to continue lockdowns or we got to start bleeding ourselves off of this type of thing. Yeah. That's what I, I but even even California has uh, finally decided that you know what we <laughs> to probably ju- should open up. They're like, hey, you know what? June, we'll give you June <laughs> because it gives them enough time to be like, eh, we don't do that. <laughs> so because they like can the, they can pull that rug right out real quick. The teachers unions and try to kick that can down the road. God, I'm telling you, is it if we? The like twenty at twenty twenty and twenty twenty one have really illuminated the uh, the the unions. Oh yeah, Be- because during the whole uh, Black Lives Matter thing, they were figuring out. Yep. Oh yeah, you know what? 
these police unions are actually really powerful and they like prevent like really bad cops from being fired and that's right they don't really care about the public good <laughs> they've no and they, i'm like yeah i've been saying this for years yeah they, they like literally don't give a fuck about and then the teachers union is like illuminated like yeah we all care about the kids just kidding we don't give a flying fuck about any of them oh, we're no. literally only worried about ourselves so <laughs> it's just like yeah we don't we don't care about any of these kids you know oh they're really depressed at home and they they're so far by so far behind on their on their studies and they're just the like zoom uh, man online zoom uh school is just a fucking joke (laughs) yeah like it's just an utter joke and then you know hey you know what (sighs) it's just all been real illuminating for everyone i never said covid was all bad so no it always has a silver lining (laughs) that's all that's what i am silver lining brad that's what i do so I don't know. I thought it was. Uh, I don't know. Is there a video we can watch? <laughs> was there anything fun in the news that I can look up? Well, that Dallas cop that was being held for supposedly okay. uh, setting up two murders got released. Yeah, what the police work? What the flying fuck happened there? Because that one sounds like. The largest, uh, uh, maybe not the largest, but seemed like quite a slam dunk. And they, did they ruin that? Did they? They did. Okay. It's because and it all came down to cell phone records. The detectives didn't do their due diligence to nail down that he was at this place, supposedly, when the informant said that they met to, mm. to negotiate the uh the whole deal. Well, all I saw was that dude coming out like hot. Like he was like, he wasn't being like, man, I'm just glad yeah, to be. A-. He was like, how much money do you think he's going to get from the city of Dallas over this? I mean, I don't know. I, we'll have to see. But like, I mean, here's the deal. Like if he did it, damn that dude. Cause it sounded like he did a lot. <laughs> Uh, just from what I was seeing, but like, uh, let me get to this part. And said that DPD has oh. disrespected him, told us that he has been embarrassed by the department, and then he quickly left to go towards the parking lot and leave. Did you watch this video, by the way? Like, with him coming out of the thing? I actually didn't watch the video. I just saw news coverage of So, like, he released. comes out... Uh, so you've just been acquitted or whatever the hell. Like, did they even have like the full, like, full trial, or did did this even make like jury and all that, or did they throw this completely out? Uh, the judge basically threw everything out. God, that mean said l- that he literally there was no probable cause to hold him. So I think this is just a it's a preliminary hearing. So, but he, yeah, where, where but the no, burden of proof to keep him mm-hmm. locked up before the trial is quite low. And... What are they going to get him for? Like, are they going to be able to get him for anything? Riser was charged in connection to the 2007. Unless they said there's some subpoenas that are still out. So, unless there's some new evidence that uh, resurfaces. Oh, man, what a joke. 
Well, the the video he that still I still could be rearrested at some point. Right, in the right. Yeah, I don't think he's out of. Yeah, I don't think he's fried. So it's out of not it. a double jeopardy thing. Yeah, but it sounds like the the capital murder charge was flimsy as flimsy as bet. You know, um, to put it best, I don't know. But dude, that's wild. I thought it was wild when that happened. And they're like, what? It wasn't even that long ago. This is a month ago. When this came out yeah yeah but he came out like he was hot he was like man i've been disrespected fuck this like basically fuck this department and <laughs> he had his uh i look like his wife or something like this. she's like she's like uh, i could tell in her face she's like brian just go to the car just get out of there we're you just got off a of murder like don't push it <laughs> She, and he's like, listen, honey, I got to say this. It's like, <laughs> I would have been like, it's like Samuel L. Jackson and the negotiator. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, just right out. Crazy left the bus. What was that? Crazy left the bus. Oh, crazy left the bus. Man, the negotiator? Yeah. That was on that one? Dude, that was a great movie. Was that a good movie or was it not? Yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> <laughs> I remember like really liking that movie. <laughs> I did too. I mean, I got it on the DVD afterwards, but every time I watch it, man, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not Samuel L. Jackson's best movie. It's obviously not Kevin Spacey's best movie, but it's kind of works. Ooh, I kind of forget that he's in there. Uh, what was it? Uh, I want to watch this. Forget all Kevin Spacey's in this movie, so it makes it even creepier now. Watching on the rewatch, right? <laughs> Danny, would you relax a little bit? I'm relaxed. I'm very fucking relaxed. But let me give you some advice. Never say no to a hostage taker. It's in the man. By the way, I learned a lot. There's is it, whenever people like write these movies, they're like, I'm gonna follow a negotiator around for the next couple months and read all i can about it and then throw it all in the movie because they really go over a lot of the things uh annual now are are you gonna tell me no again no i'm not no wrong answer eliminate no vocabulary folly never use no don't won't or can't all right it eliminates options the only option that leaves is to shoot someone understand Uh, yes yes Yes, good see yes is good you say no again, I'll kill somebody, all right? Now let's practice. Can I see a priest? I, I, let's not. You, you know what? Can we Can we just like talk? We wanted to talk. We are talking. <laughs> now can I speak? I don't know why this is such a great. We'll just watch this movie together. But. <laughs> <laughs> that seems just kind of ridiculous, though, because you're like. Yeah. This, this is a. I mean, this is a Chicago PD. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And this clown's a negotiator. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Let's get this guy in here. Yeah, try, like, you know, God, I would have brought that other guy in. I would have brought that other guy in a lot sooner. Like, well, I know he was from like a neighboring city or something, or another or neighboring precinct, precinct, basically. Okay. So I don't know how. Well, I definitely can't find. Uh, I don't know when cra- the crazy crazy left, left the, the bus. The crazy left the bus. Okay. Well. I might have to put this on the Jay Cranfield. Crazy uh, on the bus. I might have to put this on the uh, on the uh, Jay Cranfield uh, uh, rewatch oh, here we go. Here we review. Go. Oh, really? Hold on, hold on. Roman. Yeah. 
can I do for you? Man's got a right to face his accusers, doesn't he, Inspector? We need to see if you can get that link. Go ahead, talk. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> you killed your partner, and unless something has changed, you're about to be formally indicted. You're for not it. answering my question. Now, Nate told me you were involved. No, that's just a guess. Hmm. Okay. Well, just look me in the eye and tell me you weren't involved. Look me in the eye, goddammit! Look you in the eye for what? Look at. Why don't you just tell it to the judge, all right? We're finished. Get him out of here. You're not doing this! Go! Seems a little aggressive. What are they doing? Alright. I'm gonna have to stop this because I think me and Jay are gonna have to review the negotiator <laughs> later. <laughs> Because I'm remembering this movie a lot more different than what I'm looking at right now. I didn't... Oh my god. That's going to be one of those like super ridiculous movies. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I kind of thought that movie was great. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, what's that one movie that uh, Samuel L. Jackson did? The uh, Clear and Present... No, 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 that's a different one. Clear and Present Day is something completely different. He was in like uh, Ye uh, Yemen, and uh, he was the soldier, or something like that. Oh, man, I can't remember at all what that fucking movie is. Yemen? Can you just put Yemen in Samuel Jackson? Rules of Engagement. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen this? No. Ah, oh, dude. So basically, here's the premise of the movie is Samuel Jackson, they were doing some, uh, it might actually be like culturally inappropriate now because it didn't like leave Yemenis looking real great. <laughs> like, because the whole point of it is like, he's on trial for uh, basically gunning down like a large group of people. And they were like, what the, f like the rules of engagement. You're not supposed to like just f fire upon right. a bunch of un unarmed people. And he's like, it's a court martial or, uh, it was actually put on trial. Uh, yeah, I think it's something of a court martial. I don't it know. looks like that from the preview there, it looks like it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, yeah. I mean, it's a military. It's like they lifted it, the template from, uh, yeah. Know, what's that movie that Tom Tom Cruise, yeah, Jack a few Nelson. good men, yeah, from a few good men. Good men. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, great value, great, uh, <laughs> a great value, a uh, few good men. Like it's not a great movie, but I didn't think it was that bad. So there's no you can't handle the truth scene in it. A trusted leader of American Marines, and I wish that was all there was to it. This guy was really good in Memento. So yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to ruin the movie for you since you've never watched it, but it's also been 21 years. Where the fuck you been? So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Look, man, I just went through a period where I just stopped watching Samuel L. Jackson movies. I can't stop. Stopped like, after Negotiator and then picked up when he was in the Black Marvel uh, Avenger movies. I was about to say, he <laughs> didn't watch Black Snake Moan or whatever. Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, that one's not that great. It's not even like good for the whole like laughing. Let's get these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> like it's not even that cool. Uh, that's all you get. But rules of engagement, I thought was a, actually like a really. But 
so the whole thing is that he guns down a bunch of, you know, quote unquote unarmed like Yemenis, and then it turns out the end like, no, all these Yemenis had guns and they totally were good to shoot all these people. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, good on you, bud. But it didn't make like Yemeni people look real well, like real great. Well, I see that Sky Pierce there, so I guess I have to watch it now. Yeah, Guy Pierce, dude. Yeah, Guy Pierce is in this. Yeah, I was saying Memento. That 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 would help out. I don't know. Ah, this probably isn't a really good scene. They said best scene from Rules of Engagement, and I'm like, yeah, that's negotiable. But it is like a really good like courtroom type movie with with action scenes kind of sparsed in. I was about to say, this is a better a scene. that looks like this. But Whoops, sorry. i got to figure out how to do that. You don't click the damn video and it plays that shit over it. I'm about to end this because I, I have to go to bed here soon. But here, check out True Green. I wanted to see how it sounded with a video. I just have one more thing, Colonel. Did you have to repeat your orders to Captain Lee? Sorry? You ordered Captain Lee to engage hostile targets, and he advised you that there were women and children in the line of fire. Is that correct? Well, he couldn't see. Yes or no, Colonel? Did he follow your first set of orders? I don't remember. Captain Lee is on record as saying he hesitated and mentioned the snipers in the buildings. Is his testimony accurate? Do you know Brian Barrera? Let me get this straight. Uh, no. I might bring him in this chat here for a second. Let's find out who he is. I've heard of this guy. He wrote a book about the ultimate guide to running with your dog. Oh. Okay. There's some mutual friends here, so I don't know. But just fair warning, I gave him the link, so let's see if he... Okay. And if we don't like him, we'll just kick him out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, sorry, dude. You're a big, fat weirdo. We're just not going to do this. So, I don't Can know. Can I just point out that Guy Pierce's Boston accent is really good? Is it? Which, and that's actually not bad, but that's also because, you know, he's Australian and the uh, Boston accent oh. is the closest American accent to Australian because both of them swallow their eyes. Is that why they're so good at that? Interesting. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was the reason why. I, I want to go to the uh, message. I always feel bad. Sometimes I don't read. No, he just he just messaged, so it's not too late. But, yeah. Um, fuck, man. Rules of Engagement. That's not a great movie. <laughs> Samuel, have you not seen Black Snake Moan? No. Boy, Wednesday has grown up. Is that what her, that was her name, right? Black. You know what I'm talking about from Adam's family. Christina Ricci. Yeah, Christina Ricci. You know, I refer to her as Wednesday. Yeah, she is a howa. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these, uh, yeah, these screenshots, and wow. 
she was like, you know what? In this movie, I'm gonna fuck everybody. I'm <laughs> literally, <laughs> and I was like, boy, she does. Oh, so that's where the yeah, there's. So I'm looking at one that shows Samuel L. Jackson on a wife beater, and he's on the porch and just kind of has that crazy look on his face. Yeah. Oh, the, are you talking about like a I've meme? Seen that meme before. Yeah. You just find out all these things that are just memes, and you're like, well, no, this is like real <laughs> shit, man. Like, yeah. I was trying to find a black snake moan. Uh, I don't know. She's very awkward. Like she just like have sex with everyone. In the, I mean, like literally, yeah, she she's ha- forty one. Well, she wasn't when the movie came out. I know that, but it's like feel feel old I yet. Remember her as a child actress, and she's like no. three years younger than I am. No, dude. yeah, she's no. I, that's how I figured how old she was. She's oh, she's six or seven years old. Yeah, she's. I was gauged like how old my, my old my older brother. He's about to be forty. She was just like a little older than him. She, you know, it's like creeps me out. You know, like these child stars or whatever the hell. Like yeah. you realize. Like whenever they, and this is sick, but like <laughs> whenever they cast someone like Christina Ricci when she was real young, like this kid is hot. Uh, yeah, she's real hot. You know, golly, she just looks so great. I'm like, just imagine, like you realize why Hollywood is so just morally corrupt and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's because they have to like, I feel like like Hollywood thrust all their horrible problems on the rest of the world, and it's like, listen, dude, it's just y'all. It's not us. Like, right? We're, we're, You're we're the not, guys that defended Roman Polanski. Yeah, we're not we're not banging children at the high rate that the Hollywood is. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like don't put that on us. Like, yeah, but I, I it always creeps me. Out. There was that one movie I watched. It's called The Open Secret or something like that. You know, it was about some creepy shit with like these these child stars and these producers and everything. Man, they're fucking creepy, man. Like that Dan Schneider from Nickelodeon. I can't look at that guy again. Like, you know, I used to like that movie Good Burger. Uh, you know, Keenan Keenan Kell or whatever the hell. Like, I can't watch that movie anymore because I know that guy's a fucking creep in it. Do you, you know mm-hmm. what that guy did? Like he would like thrust. Uh, you kind of cut out there. Oh, I did. Can you hear me right now? Which part's cutting so out? Can you hear me? Oh, I cannot wait to be do these live, face to face here soon enough. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> just don't have to worry about that shit anymore. No, like this Dan Schneider guy would he'd write he'd write these. Uh, well, maybe I should probably stop and wait for this guy. He might go. Uh, okay. This is not the conversation I want to talk about right now. So, <laughs> uh, 
Hey, How, boys. How's it going, hey. Brian Barrera? Good, man. How are you guys doing? What, what, what's going, what am I jumping into? Uh, you really don't know what the last conversation <laughs> was about. I, go, I don't know if this guy's going to come up, so we're going to talk about the exploitation of, of child Hollywood stars. And then, yeah. I mean, I'm in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it, it it all went up. It all started with uh, the negotiator, and then Samuel Jackson. And I also liked him in Rules of Engagement. And then Black Snake Moan came up, and then Christina Ricci came up, and then we thought about her as Wednesday from the Adams Family. That's how we got there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm tracking all that. That's 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 full tracking there. And but and then I was like, eh, you know those people who like like find Christina Ricci and they're like, oh yeah, she's gonna be a big star. She's look how hot she is. And it's like, dude, she's seven. Like, calm down. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but wait, I was all, I was also seven. I think I'm younger than Christina Ricci. Oh, yeah. I remember I was tracking her from like Casper days, right? Oh, dude, yeah, straight up, yeah. Casper, by the <laughs> way, great movie, but like you can't, like I don't look at these kids and be like, man, they're just so like I look at the those kids. Uh, what's that Netflix show, The Stranger Things? Okay. Like I don't go like, man, those kids they're just living it up. I go, man, those kids are so gonna be fucked up. So horribly <laughs> just so badly screwed up over everything. I just I wish that hope they get out of there with no drug issues. Like you realize there's <laughs> reason why some of these people go completely nuts because they've been ruined by So wait, if if you're talking about child exploitation, did you talk about the Cash Me Outside girl? <laughs> well, she kind of did it to herself. Well, no. <laughs> I, well, so that, that's why it's interesting, right? Like, what, what's really going on there? I mean, like, clearly there's some creepers out there that oh, no, a lot of money. But there like, is, there is definitely conversations when she cashed me out, girl. And then there's these guys, rich guys, who are like, "Listen, she is super hot. She's gonna be great." <laughs> They're like, dude, she's 13. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. I mean, she's eventually going to be 18. Like they ha there's conversations that are had with this and it's sickening like it's like so gross. Totally agree. Yeah. Ugh. I'm glad we're all anti-kid <laughs> hotness. I don't know. Like that's what a what a stretch to be on there. So Brian, who are you? I've heard you, I've heard your name around the not around town, but you know, so okay, you guys are you guys Dallas based? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm DFW. From Dallas. Yeah, yeah, I'm from Dallas originally. Um well it's Lubbock technically, but then high school and college in Dallas. I live out in DC now. Uh I'm a ticket P one and that's how I kinda keep connected. Right. Uh, my parent my parents are back uh back in Texas still in Irving, actually. Um so I get back there often enough and I'm from Texas, lived there until twenty thirteen. And I've been up here just outside of D.C. for the past seven years. Um, but, yeah, I usually wow. call in for my buddy's birthdays. Um, Dan, I don't know if you guys – are you guys – Why Today Doesn't Suck? Do you listen pretty often? Yeah, I was just on there. Oh, nice. Okay, so I probably catch it – I'm usually done by that time. And I'm an hour, an hour, hour ahead, so, like, I miss that one because that's right when I'm coming home and doing everything. So it's hit or miss. But I actually got them, like, Dan, to read my book's birthday not too long ago. Yeah, I heard that. I think it was during, <laughs> it was during my birthday. Oh, nice. Okay. I think that's awesome. why I even kind of knew. Who, I was like, 
why the fuck are they reading this guy's <laughs> book and everything? All right, whatever. So, so I think that was just a, uh, a, a, a solid bonus because I've, I, I think, um, Jake follows me. I went to the same college as TC. So I kind of backdoored into those guys that way. Okay. Um, and then I've never met Jake personally, but I, I sent him a note kind of as the pandemic was starting and he was talking about his parents, small business. And I, I'm a small business owner myself. So I just kind of was, we connected on, on some random level like that. So he, we've gone into, you know, I'm sure that guy gets spammed a thousand tweets a day or whatever, <laughs> but every now and then, like I I'll hit him up with something and he'll reply back or I'll make some sort of funny thing I made in like Canva or something and they'll, and they'll, you know, he'll tweet back. So I send stuff to Dan in his email all the time and all that. So I think that's maybe why they sort of read something dumb like that. And I figured there was like a little bit of like, well, nobody's ever really done this. So it might just be like fodder. And I think once I kind of understood that, I was like, I'll, I'll just throw it out there and see what, see what he says. So contrary to what they said about me, I don't actually walk dogs. I do run dogs. I mean, that's what the book is about, right? Like dog running. So when Jake's like, yeah, I know the guy, like he walks like 40 dogs. Like I don't do either one of those things. Okay. Uh, I was like <laughs> a lot of mis- misinformation <laughs> going on Which, here. So, so it was great. Cause I, I recorded the, um, the segment and I'm playing and I, I just sent it to all my buddies and they're all like, give me failed smile. Like, well, at least they said your name. Right. Um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> but I, it's all, it was all good. I, I, I just appreciated that they were willing to like talk about it at all. That's really funny because I really do believe your whole thing came up on the on my birthday. I'm like listening because Jacob uh, was supposed to, you know. Uh, oh, hold on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see if I could pull up this. Uh, whatever the fuck. I was trying to. I was trying to get this uh, thing to play. I don't think it can play very well. This will be another thing I can test out. Is it, can y'all even? I know y'all can so probably see something, but y'all probably, I don't know if y'all can hear it. I'm seeing it now. Um, not hearing anything yet. Uh, let's see. Brad. So you just, yeah, it's faint, but I can hear it. Oh, really? You can hear it. Okay. But was it on March 18th when it was happening? Sounds about right. Yeah. Boy. Brad. Hey, just Brad. Just a general person named Brad who's 34. No, I should... Okay, Brad, yeah. So, I... yeah, it's pretty faint. I can barely hear it only because I know what I'm yeah. listening for, but not like... Okay, well, I mean, I, that this Google Meet thing doesn't play uh, audio real well outside of their uh, uh, being on Chrome. Like, you can't even cross-listen to something like on Safari or something like that. So, you got to always be on Chrome or it doesn't sound good. <laughs> but uh yeah anyways yeah well that that's really interesting I, <laughs> all right my question what the what the hell did you write a book about uh running with dogs uh it's a very niche uh topic honestly uh yeah so i have a company over here that runs with dogs instead of walking or pet sitting or anything like that um there's people that just have high energy dogs in small places up here um and i kind of intended it to be like a side hustle and people really took to it because I focused on the one thing. So I was sort of chronically underemployed to that point. So I was only working part time doing some bookkeeping for a company. And I had started this business. Um, and I've been running it for, you know, seven years now. Um, but whenever, I guess two years ago, I got a random phone call and a lady was like, hey, I was in DC, somebody running with a dog, thought maybe it might be you, kind of checked up, basically saw 
my website and then just pitched me and said, hey, we, we were looking to write uh, to, to I work with an animal imprint. I guess they do animal type books um, at a company called Skyhorse, I think. Yeah, that's my publisher, Skyhorse. And they were like, what would you think of, of writing a book? And I was like, I've never thought about that at all, actually, but I'm, I'm willing to give it a try. So what I ended up putting together was um, sort of what we're calling a reference manual. So it's basically like, you remember like Goosebumps, you know, choose your own adventure? It's okay. kind of that setup. So like the was first... Goose... Hold on, hold on. Was Goosebumps ever that? Did they yeah, ever there was that? a couple where you could like oh, choose, okay. like go to this page or if you want, you know. So that's kind of what I, what I meant. Oh, okay. The first chapter is just like about me and why I'm writing this book, right? And then basically after that, it's like, hey, if you're going to go running at night with two dogs in an urban setting here are the leashes that i'd recommend if you have an aggressive dog that doesn't get along with others you're going to live out in the country here's you know what i do if it's going to rain at night all that so it's just kind of a you can figure out like what kind of running you think you're going to do and i just basically blurbed everything i can think about any of those topics that's that's what the book is very interesting and i don't know how like if you gave me about a year and be like hey write a book about running with your dog <laughs> and everything you need to know i'd be like dude i don't know dude it'd probably just be a blog I <laughs> yeah i was surprised that you can you can break it down enough into yeah. i mean there's 190 pages or something dumb like that like it it's my wife edited it for me and she was like well i mean you did it this like the ultimate guide to running with your dog i can't imagine there's much more to there's say li- i was like <laughs> there's not going to be an ultimate <laughs> running with your dog part two part two like, no, I, but I, I, I think you've covered everything like literally no one can come up with anything else that's why it's the ultimate guide it's the uh, ultimate yeah. guide <laughs> uh yeah but it was a it's lot not, of fun actually it's I not the used... pult- penultimate guide to running with your dog it's the ultimate <laughs> yeah um i'm here for uh, jokes guys what's up no that's, that's i mean I, I don't i don't know latin but i know what penultimate means i thought um, penultimate's the one yeah, before, the before the end the, yeah okay yeah the before the end yeah because that's yeah the ultimate you're, you're we, good there we go um this podcast yeah, is only is not only just it's a thinker so <laughs> wait so what kind of stuff do you guys normally cover on this podcast Sorry, oh my I god don't. we are idiots is that that's usually what the topic is uh it's no whatever idiots talk about whatever these dumb idiots talk about we talk about it now it started off as a uh i was going to do like an interview ish podcast Mm-hmm. I would interview guy like my first interview was actually it was you know everybody says it's Grego it wasn't Grego it was KT okay uh, Kevin Turner. Tur- Kevin Turner was the first one okay um and then he moved on to Grego uh, <laughs> and then I got Grego sorry Jacob sending me uh, pictures I was like hey jump on and he's on a date and he's sending me pictures of him on a date so <laughs> just oh. all right, I'm like all right thanks dude all right anyways um. He's sending you pictures of him on a date at 11 o'clock at night. Dude, when you're single and you don't have kids, that type of thing, just you just do it. Like I would. Like I'd be out. And I'm married with kids, and I'm for some reason out, with you, out with you guys. So it is what it is. Uh, no, but so now the podcast kind of – the really the big thing was, was me and Jacob – I would drive home from work or whatever, and I'd call him, and we'd talk, and it'd be funny as hell. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just do this on and record it, and see what happens. Da 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 da. And 
Jacob's like a very small part of the podcast now because he's very he's rarely on it now because mm-hmm. where everything's just so busy. So then I've kind of started like a stable of dudes that I like talking to. So well, let's back up just a second here yeah, because right now TCU baseball takes up a larger oh yes. priority in his life than this podcast. It's, it's definitely yeah. I cannot wait for the fucking baseball season to be over. <laughs> It is so he's, annoying. He, he goes, he goes. Hey, I'm going. I'm I'm going to where that damn park is called. You know, they're playing like Upton Field. They're playing like Oklahoma State or something. I'm like, okay. Well, they they played Oklahoma last weekend. So That's right. Yeah, he had to rub was, it in. He had to really let us all know about it. I'm going. This isn't what I I made this chat for for college football hot takes. Or college baseball hot takes, or any of the any of those. Oh, but uh, yeah. So now it's kind of evolved into some other things. So, but we've had some fairly big guests, uh, like Bob Sturm and Dan. Man, that's Dan McDowell's been on. Uh, we've had TC on. We've had Mark Falwell. That's super impressive, man. I mean, like, yeah. Sam, I mean, how, so wait, how Sam Gannon. Been? I mean, that's I don't know. Julian Dobbs. Julie Dobbs. Uh, yeah, it's 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 grown uh, a little bit, but it's it's really just. I really feel like everybody just listens to those episodes, and then me yeah, and the guys, me and the guys, uh, like four people will listen to those other ones. But <laughs> you know, I mean, that's impressive that you guys have gotten that many. How long have you guys been going at it? Uh, a little over a year. Yeah, so it's yeah. like pandemic project. Like I, I feel like we all did that. I have one <sighs> yeah. with a buddy too that but definitely started. It definitely started before the pandemic, and then because yeah. uh, I I had bought microphones, I was going to go to Jacob's house, or he'd come here, and we were going to just record. And then it turned into, hey, we're never leaving the house ever again. So <laughs> all right, well, so figure something out. Had to figure out how to record on Zoom. I was like, already ha- um, I was already having a hard enough time doing this. So, <laughs> what did you end up using? Are you using like OBS or something like that? Oh, it's, uh, dude, I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's very confusing. I tell, uh, I had Groobs on here when he's like, I was trying to ask, I was telling him what my setup, and he just looked looked at me with a blank look, like I have no idea how you're even recording this. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. I just have Does a zoom. Mean- I just have a zoom recorder. I'm using my microphone and. It's all very convoluted. <clears throat> That's not very interesting at all. At all, whatever you, whatever gets it done, man. Yes, I mean, I'd oh. much rather read a book about running with my dog right now. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Um, so, do you actually course. like run though? That like, you like want to run? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not as much anymore. I mean, I so I have what I have. I, Why didn't you write a, write a book about like? Taking a swift walk with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I mean, yeah, yeah, that that would have been. No, know, I'm sorry, Brian. No, I, I'm I'm gonna say very dumb things, and you just say, okay, well, anyways, I made a a freaking book, and you you've done nothing, okay? Because I've uh, yeah, I, the... I have no ultimate guides to anything, so I will just say I'm already behind the eight ball with you, okay? I've I have no ultimate guides. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I, I'm trying to get out of the running a little bit and just get to the operating the company. I mean, we got, like everybody, we got hammered. Um, I had 15 runners this time last year, and that went down to like, I think, four, and we've slowly built back up to 10. So it's just, 
doing our best to like survive for a while and now looking ahead we got super lucky because a lot of people actually got puppies so april hmm. here starting in the next few months is going to be pretty pretty good to us i think <laughs> for their own mental health <laughs> they all got puppies to just i mean to just something <laughs> to get going oh man there's something to that there is so how long should you, and i'm not getting into every page of the book how long should you run with your dog uh, so yeah, the book is more about is more for beginners, right? And what they say is do I, I call it just like a meet and greet? What, what was it? What we call it in the company? But mm-hmm. it's basically going for a short run, maybe twenty minutes, and you're really testing for their temperament and their fitness. And then from there, you can basically figure out like, is this dog ready to go? They bounce back a lot quicker than us, right? Like they're not, they're like they're it's just, they're just more built for for that kind of activity, so they bounce back really quickly. Um, but there's like a, a a mock couch to 5K in there that takes six weeks. Yeah. Um, so like dogs. build your dog, like build yeah. your dog up, because yeah, and a lot of it. Yeah, go ahead. Because I was just thinking, like me walking around the block with my dog, my dog will run in the backyard, go crazy, but da da da. And then I actually go walk around in the yard, or like go around the block or whatever. And we get done, and the dog is literally about to die. It seems like. <laughs> And now, like you said, is I mean, I'm like, God, you're in terrible shape, dog. <laughs> like, so I don't know. So yeah, that's that's kind of what we talk about too. Where the kind of running we do is pretty specific, and it's not always the best fit for all pups. Um, I did it in Dallas a little bit. Um, it's a it's a tough business to run in Dallas. One because you're competing with people that have backyards that can just let their dog out to go use the restroom or hang out or do their thing. But then also the summers are basically impossible to run in at any, I mean, unless you're going to, the only time, the only hours you have are like just before sunlight until like maybe 8am during the summer. It's just, it's too hot basically. So once I got up to DC, I learned how, how easy it is, much easier it is of a climate to have um, running year round around here. So it's something that can work uh, sort of here in the Northern and you can't go too far North because like Chicago, there's a guy that does it, but I don't know what he does between like, do you have like, December do you have like running and territories. March. I'm I'm kind of confused here. Like it sounds like you're no 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 not me not me specifically. There's just like basically there's like one or two dog runners in every major city that we've all kind of got this small network of. Oh. And it's always interesting to learn like what kind of problems they have. Um, oh okay. Luckily, I thought you were like running like there's like man stay off my turf. Yeah, I thought you were getting <laughs> like shot at. Be like listen here, don't come no, running no. over around here. This no, is no, no, our no. place. So it's so funny. There are some people that are pretty, pretty territorial about stuff. And like, I, there are infinity dogs. So like, I am nowhere yeah. close yeah. to saturation. <laughs> like there, there's no sense in being, you know, butthurt about like a couple dogs you didn't get or that you lose here or there to some other, like, I don't know, be better. I, I'm kind of, I'm definitely like sort of, I, I own a small business. I like to compete. I like to get after it. Um, right. And for I can see where like I'm not gonna lose somebody to a dog walker, but I can see how a dog walker or like a pet sitter or some sort of like, you know, doggy daycare would lose a customer to me one or two days a week. That kind of happens pretty frequently. Huh. That's interesting. And then so you've actually have like, you know, uh, so I bought a. So, so basically, yeah. dog recruiting is like uh, college football recruiting. <laughs> 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 i love it i, I could have used you when i was writing but man more parallels i, I was thinking of the other thing was y'all were talking about it sounds like 1980s wrestling where there's territory there's <laughs> there's a dog running territory oh yeah, yeah man um don't so come over yeah. here in this wrestling era when we're when we're running dogs we're not messing around 
So, <laughs> that, so speaking of like on our podcast, we've only had one guest ever, and it was a guy named Scott Norton. Are you familiar with him? NWO Scott Norton? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Scott. he was my buddy's like upstairs neighbor and was like at his wedding. It was great. So I've gotten to meet this guy, and it's just like it's wild to hear because when I think of, you know, back to like – super wrestling is you only i only remember sort of the top echelon names right so like scott was like yeah when i saw a picture i was like i remember him in nwo and like his sort of journey and when you talk about that regional stuff um he's from minnesota and a bunch of those guys are from minnesota they all started with eric bischoff kind of in in that uh run yeah and And uh mr perfect too yeah yeah so he had like an intriguing story because he was like okay i can sort of be a b or c teamer here in the states or i can go over to japan and do these like eight week tours or whatever and just sort of be like a god so he did kind of that so he was kind of a big deal over in japan actually yeah did yeah wow i didn't think we'd get the wrestling uh, from your dog from dogs to wrestling I, but i'm multifaceted man i, I, I I'm, that's I'm a- what this whole podcast is about because it's it's you have to be when when dealing with the dumb things that we talk about you have to know a lot of things Hey, so, I'm in the demo, man. I'm in the demo. Man, wow, that's that's interesting. You've had I've had Bob Sturm. You've had Scott Norton. I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, wow, Scott Bob Norton. Sturm. What a random, Bob a- <laughs> what a random really, wrestler, though. He just happened to live upstairs, like uh, to my to my to my uh, podcast co-host, and that's how we ended up getting him on. That, that, trying- there's, there's only one in, down in Houston. He, he lives down in, down in Houston. Oh, okay. I was trying to think of a, a I remember hearing a Scott Norton story but he seems like the most terrifying guy ever. Well so he's a, like an arm wrestler too. So he's like a world champion arm wrestler which is Oh, like, that's what I was going to say is because yeah. uh over the top. Yeah. Scott yeah, Norton was in over the top. Did you know that there Brandon? Right. I did not know that. Yes, yeah, Scott Norton was cuz I saw I was like Scott is that Scott Norton? And then, yeah, man, then the he flash. looked back. He looked back on it and he goes, "Oh yeah, dude, he used to do arm wrestling. Like oh, the yeah. the prototypical like like no one really does that, right? And it's like you know, th- yes, it's a legit thing. So I have a picture from that that friend's wedding, and I took it with Scott Norton. So this get, check this out. My friend got married, and he gave us um, championship belts as our groomsmen gift. <laughs> That's great. I mean, it was pretty dope. We it was just short of like you know having like like music coming down the aisle for us. I mean, she, his wife had like, she put a stop at, at some point, but um, I <laughs> yeah. took a picture with Scott. He was just so enamored with like this fake championship belt I have. So I took a picture with me and him and he put his hand on my shoulder and it, I swear I'm like, not hyperbole. It was like a bear paw, just how big this man's hand was. Oh, and like, yeah, Oh, dude. if you wanted to grab me by the face and just walk me around, you could do it. Like he was just, <sighs> he's only, I mean, he's like five eleven, but like just, his barrel chest he was, it was like standing next to a, a tiny cub bear like you know it's like yeah. a gigantic man small bear that's what it was like but i was thinking like he's not like uh i don't know i'm trying to think of a wrestler that's a little dainty like <laughs> no uh, ray, ray mysterio yeah he's not, you, know, you see ray mysterio you just pat him on the head <laughs> but like you see scott norton you're like wrestling's fake like dude i, I would never in a million years say that to somebody like that so. Um, yeah, he, he told a fascinating story about um, sort of getting trapped in North Korea doing a show. Oh, I've, um, I've heard of this. I've heard that story. Cause, um, it's, fan- it's phenomenal. Because uh, Eric Bischoff told that story. Did he? Uh, Eric yeah. Great, man. That, that podcast is great, too. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that one he was talking about how uh, he 
he they were bugging it and he said the wrong thing and basically ended up like i don't know spending a few hours getting talked to by that's right North okay. Korean authorities okay i'm gonna need to have the old <laughs> the scott norton contact because by god that was a great story because that is where i was thinking of that so uh brandon if you didn't know who scott norton was familiar there's owen hart in here I didn't yeah, know he. Yeah. I didn't know he was in there. Brandon. Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, I was just like I'm waiting for whatever it is that you're trying to pull up to actually come up. Did it not come? Oh, it didn't come up. Man, I'm seeing it. No big deal. I was just trying to give you. Uh, dude, they had those like little bulbs back in the day. <laughs> See that on his shoulders, like with the like. I mean. Phelps was using back in the day. Uh, <laughs> oh, the cups, the cupping. Yeah, cupping was cupping a thing back then. I guess it's Surely. probably. I guess it's like probably a an old old ancient, Japanese thing. An old imagine, ancient yeah. uh, whatever serum that they do or whatever. <laughs> well, interesting. Well, this took a really weird, fun turn. <laughs> hey man, I love it. I just saw the the tweet that you sent out, and I, was, I you know I saw you were testing some audio stuff. So I was like, yeah. I'll... Yeah, and now so I didn't know I was jumping on anything. Um, this is this ended up being a lot of fun, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, uh, I'm a dad too, so I'm just at home doing nothing. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I know I have kind of a l- later morning, so I was like, yeah, let me try this out. I just got this new fangled thing that's going to make the audio sound a little bit better. Sorry if you listened to some of the podcasts back in the uh, last few months, which has been irritating the ever living hell out of me. I've, I think yeah. I've finally fixed the problem with this issue. So now we're uh, we're clear to go. Yeah, and, you sound good. All right. Awesome. Well, I think I'm good for the night. Brian, uh, I'd like to have <laughs> you back. I, I'm sorry it was like a kind of a quick little thing, but it was interesting. No, man, this is great. I got... I got plenty of bullshit to talk about. Oh that. yeah, so dude. Anytime you need, man. Yeah, I will. <laughs> you're you're gonna jump in the stable, and I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll welcome <sighs> you with open arms. So. Yeah, awesome, the ultimate guide of running with your dog. <laughs> Who would have fucking thought, dude? Shameless, shameless book plugging. That's, that's my job right now. Dude, he's like, I'll go. I'm just cruising the internet. I find a podcast that I can get on. I'm going, man. Got to go. Uh, all right, boys. Have a good night. All right, man. See you. Right. See you.